Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today we are going to talk about pretty privilege. So good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever and wherever you are listening, mes amis. That means my friends in French. Um, I just want to go over uh, what's been going on in my life before we get into it. A quick update. I'm no longer dating that 20-year-old. I dumped him. Um, I'm not financially cut off anymore. I don't know if I made that announcement. And also... I'm thinking of ways to monetize this podcast. So if you want to support the podcast further, I have to give more content. So looking into renting out an actual studio and recording and uploading to YouTube since I'm on YouTube now. So I'm really excited. And then after that, I want to launch a Patreon where I bring guests on the Man and Candace podcast and it's recorded and it's video and it's something that... Um, you can value for your membership dues every month. So I'm looking forward to that. So right into the podcast, um, Pretty Privilege is, if I can describe it, it's like getting free access to things and places and people. Um, it exists and it is different from like female privilege. You know, when you're a woman, a female People do things for you because it's polite to do for a female, like opening the door or serving the female first at a restaurant or letting a female walk on the proper side of the sidewalk. Those are things that are privileges for women. Now, it doesn't say for attractive women. And there's levels to this shit. It's like, if you're attractive, okay, how attractive are you? Are you the type of attractive where you're only attractive because you have a big ass? Or are you the total package? I mean, your hair, your ass, your boobs, your body, like everything is just pretty. And like, you're a 10 out of 10. So over the years, I knew I was pretty because other people told me. See, when you are someone with pretty privilege, you can't be the one saying like, oh, I'm pretty. Oh, I'm, you can't call yourself pretty and have pretty privilege. Does that make sense? Like, in order to be someone who truly has pretty privilege, other people are the ones telling you that you're pretty all the time. And that's how you know you're pretty. It's, it's, it's through external validation that you didn't even ask for. And that's something that people seek all the time through their social media, through the way they dress. It's like, you know, I will never know what it feels like to not be pretty. I've always been pretty. Ever since I was a baby. She, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful. You're so this, da, 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 your lips, da, 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 da. I have a big head, a big ego because other people validated me when I wasn't even looking for it. And I didn't realize I had pretty privilege until it clicked, until I started having sex. And then it clicked to me. I'm like, oh, people are doing things for you because you're attractive, not because you're lucky, not because you prayed for it. People are opening doors for you because you're fucking attractive. 
My life would suck so bad if I wasn't very attractive. Have you seen what I look like? Go on my Instagram. Go on my Instagram. You know what it is, at MDMAQ. And judge for yourself. You will say that I'm pretty. You will like a photo. And if your ego is really big, you won't just like anything at all. But inside your fucking pee little brain, you're going to be like, oh my God, she's beautiful. I am really attractive. Not because I think so, but because everyone else does too. I'm objectively attractive. I'm mixed. I'm proportionate in my height and weight. My face is narrow with high cheekbones. I have huge lips. My eyes are almond shaped with eyelids. I have natural eyebrows. Like, I just, just curly hair, natural curly hair. Did I say I'm mixed? I'm racially ambiguous. Like, you can't tell what I'm mixed with. And that is very attractive to people. Um, let me just go over some of the things that Pretty Privilege has gotten me. Um, free entry. And when I say free entry, I mean like free entry to concerts, free entry backstage. And I have a story I'm going to tell you right now. Um, I went to a future concert at Lollapalooza, um, 2017. It's a festival here in Tempe. And then, um... I basically made friends with this club promoter and he booked Future for the um, Lollapalooza Festival. And um, those of you who know, listen to the episode When I Sold Drugs because like Future was the only rapper at the time that was coming out with mixtapes and coming out with songs that were relatable to the activity I was doing and how I felt mentally while doing those activities which was selling drugs. So it was my goal to use this club promoter at any which way I can to get backstage or meet Future at the Lollapalooza concert. So of course, um, I just want you guys to recognize that the only reason why I was able to rub shoulders with the person who booked Future for a concert is because I was pretty. Okay? Your attractiveness gets you into doors that are shut for people who aren't attractive, who aren't objectively attractive. Um, so I was manipulating this club promoter because I knew he thought I was attractive. So I just manipulated him long, as, long enough to get me to that concert. So he buys me a VIP ticket to the Lollapalooza concert and we're in the VIP section and he's buying me alcohol. I'm underage. So that's another privilege. <laughs> um, so we're drinking and then I want to get backstage. So I ditch him. And that was the whole part. That was the whole point of manipulating him was getting to that point of me getting backstage. So I already knew that I was just using this guy for like until I got backstage and how I got backstage at a future concert, I found a random backpack that was that had a microphone and I had a VIP badge. So it looked like I was an official person for media. So I took the microphone and I just acted like I belonged there. There were other people like backstage workers, there was police officers, there were security guards, there were stage managers, and I just acted like I belonged. Like I but like Somehow I cut my leg and I was bleeding everywhere. And then the cops 
come up to me and I thought they were going to kick me out. But I just start smiling. I just remain calm, cool and collected. And they're like, ma'am, can I help you um, bandage up your, your wound? I was so drunk. I didn't even know I like slashed my thigh. So like the officers, they bandaged, bandaged up my thigh. And I was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then the concert started with future Metro Boomin. And then I was literally front row in front of the crowd in between security and the crowd. And once future set was over, I tried so hard to like run towards him. But he was already in his limousine going to the airport to go to L.A. for another show. But I ended up on future Snapchat story. <laughs> and that would have never happened if I wasn't attractive. The bottom line is that I'm attractive. How did I get to that concert for free, being attractive? How did I meet someone that was booking future, being attractive? You see, when you're attractive, you can... Like the, the law of attraction just works for you. You're like, you just, you just think about something and then the doors open for you like magic. It's because you're attractive. And for some attractive people, they start feeling bad about themselves. Like, oh, I'm not really, I'm not smart. I'm just attractive. You know, I, I'm not really good at technical things. I'm just attractive. It's like, if I could talk to those people who feel that way and are attractive and have pretty privilege, I would tell them to shut the fuck up. God bless you with good looks and, and you're worried about being smart. Shut the, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What a waste. What a waste. So when you're attractive, like you're always hanging out with the most powerful in the room because people who have a lot of power, whether they're attractive or not, they have an ego to where they only want attractive people or other successful people to be around them to be in their circle so it's like you attract each other and everything is always free like if they invite you somewhere and you're pretty like like sometimes I don't even bring money when I'm hanging out with a guy friend because they're gonna pay because I'm attractive even though we're just friends that's a privilege free drugs um drugs are expensive but when you're attractive, they're unlimited and they're free and they're good. You just know how you just have to know how to not abuse your privileges. <laughs> when you get free shit, especially free drugs um, and you're pretty, there might be a misunderstanding between who's giving you the drugs and you because you're pretty, they might expect something in return like sex. So you got to be very careful and pick and choose when you receive free things from people, especially drugs. The other day, I was at AMPM, which is a local gas station in Arizona, and uh, my card got declined because I'm unemployed and my mom is like supporting me. So she only gives me like $20, 50 40 $100 at a time. 
whenever I need it. But at that moment, like a bill from iTunes went through before, right before I had to pay for something. So my money was gone. And this complete stranger, complete stranger, he must have been in his like early 30s. He dressed like a cowboy. He was at the ATM machine and he was like, I will pay for whatever she was trying to buy. And I was like, this wouldn't have happened if I didn't have makeup on, if I wasn't smelling good, if I wasn't wearing a tube top, if I wasn't wearing shorts. When you're attractive, you know, you do have your moments where you're not dressed up, like when you first wake up and you go, you go out in public, you notice right away that you don't get treated or you don't get the same type of like attention that you do when you are dressed up. When I dress up and I go outside, and I mean outside, outside, it's just like free drinks. I, guys, I don't pay for drinks. Like what? Like when I was going out to Cobra with Elda, Elda, she's attractive, but... You know, she's obese. So it's like, that's one thing that's hindering her. Um, But she would always buy pregame drinks. And I never thought to do that because she always did it. And like, it'd be like the nice thing to do to return the favor and keep it equal. But the thing about me is that I just knew automatically that whenever I stepped in the bar, within two minutes, someone's buying me a drink and they want to impress me. So they're going to buy her a drink as well. So I always thought that was my way of paying her back. But she's very passive aggressive. So whatever. A couple thou just to bust that open. Rip it off. No joking. Like your name. Hug, hug it. Niggas move way in the south. Great hip, get all buggy. Bitch, I spit that crap. Like I'm in that trap. So if you need a hit, then I'm with that back. And they ain't saying nothing A hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing I bees in the trap, beep bees in the trap I bees in the trap, beep bees in the trap Bitches ain't shit and they ain't saying nothing A hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing I bees in the trap, beep bees in the trap I bees in the trap, beep bees in the trap Put it in her kidney <laughs> we're back we're back like you guys quick pause quick side note side note i know that the last few episodes have not been my favorite i don't know about you but the last 10 episodes has been really missing the the, the what brought you here last year and 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 it's all this, the singing, it's the random tangents, you know, it's, it's the laughter, it's the raunchiness, it's the honesty. And, you know, my, to be honest, you guys, my space to record has been very limited. And like, like I'm talking about, I'm recording in my car, I'm recording uh, in a small bedroom with people stomping their feet upstairs in a laundry, a loud dryer and washer. I've been recording under circumstances that are stressful. Like I lost my job, like, you know, like, but I'm still meeting numbers. I'm still succeeding. 
And so I just say that to, I just say all that to say thank you. You know, there's going to be ups and downs throughout the Man and Candace podcast journey in its entirety. And I just thank you for listening. I thank you for sharing. I thank you for reaching out to me and providing feedback. Thank you for my rating on Spotify and Apple iTunes. iTunes, we have a 3.6 star rating. And I mean, Apple Podcasts, we have a 3.6 star rating. And Spotify, we have a 4.5 star rating. So thank you so, 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 so much. And take this moment to share this episode with your friends, your family, and your followers. It's Delaware, Connecticut, got hella bricks, Bronx all in the Staten Island, and they ain't saying nothing, a hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing, I bees in the trap, beep bees in the trap, I bees in the trap, beep bees in the trap, bitches, ooh, what they say about me, how no man fuckers on your biscuit, if I get hit, swinging on a thick bitch. I don't know, man. I'm shitting on your whole life. Damn. What they say about me? I don't know, man. Fuckers on your biscuit. What does that even mean? What does that even fucking mean? On your biscuit? Is that Does that mean vagina? I don't know, man. Fuckers on your biscuit. That's just some shit that you don't do. I'ma stay right for my real niggas. Fuck up some commas. Let's fuck up some commas, nigga. Fuck up some commas. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna make a decision to um not rap. 100,000 to 100,000, 100,000, 500,000, 300,000, 500,000, a million dollars have a money shower. <laughs> Back to the podcast. Okay. People ask you blatantly, like, are you single? Are you single? Are, are, are you single? They get out like, like, one time I was at the gas station and then um, this, man, this man goes, oh my God, are you single? Oh my God, you are gorgeous. Just, oh my God. See, like strangers, they stop and they stare and they express, you know how people, they stop and stare or they, they just stare at you, but like, you don't know if it's because they like the way you look or they see something funny on you. Um, But no, people stop, stare and gawk and they, they just go, wow, you're beautiful and like, if you never experienced that, it could be very overwhelming, but um, I've experienced that my whole life, so it's just literally, like, normal. <laughs> and if that's in public, can you imagine what's online? Can you fucking imagine what's online? I, like, I have guys that I don't talk to anymore who make fake profiles just to keep up with me and talk to me pretending that they're, some, that they're someone else. When my mom cut me off financially, she well, she reversed her decision pretty quickly. But for a second there, I was like, okay, I need to upkeep my lifestyle. So I made an OnlyFans. It didn't get approved because I needed to verify my social media. But all, all it was going to take was for me to verify my social media and I would have had an OnlyFans. 
And if my mom didn't reverse her decision to cut me off, I mean, to be honest, I wasn't going to show my vagina or my titties. I was going to show other women's vagina and titties and draw them. But I don't know. But I had people gripping their phones and asking me, like, when is when are you going to make your OnlyFans? When is it going to drop? And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but no, my mom reversed her decision to financially cut me off. So no OnlyFans, boo. Yay for me. But if OnlyFans is your hustle, I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. Um, men offer me to pay my bills. But, like, they want sex in return. See, you, there's a fine line between being pretty and being a prostitute. So when men offer to pay for things or to help me with stuff, like if I ever say I'm moving or I'm going to my storage, if I ever say something that involves labor of any kind, men are always like, do you need help? I will help you. I will, I will, like they will literally call off work just to help me move shit. Or if I need to use their truck or whatever. All I have to do is play damsel in distress. And my friends that own a smoke shop, they've been owning a smoke shop for the past 11 years called Smokies on 83rd Lower Buckeye in Phoenix, West Phoenix. My pretty privilege started working on them when I was 16. So when I was 16, I would go in their smoke shop and purchase cigarettes. And because I was pretty... They let they sold it to me, even though it was illegal to sell tobacco to minors. So they risked their license. They risked my mom coming in that shop to cuss them out. They risked a lot of things. But in return, like I, I got to go to the back of the shop and watch movies and eat snacks and use their bathroom and do drugs with them. We only smoked weed. But, like, they treated me like a little sister up until I turned 18, and then I fucked one of them. But, like, because I fucked one of them, now there's a there's a deeper sense of loyalty. So now I walk in that shop, and I get whatever the fuck I want. I don't pay. And if I need gas money, they're going to give it to me. That's pretty privilege. Those elf bars that cost $30, I don't pay for them. Blase, blase, blase. <laughs> you should try being attractive. It's it's really fun. But being attractive and rich and an only child, I've hit the jackpot. I mean, if being bipolar and severely mentally ill is my trade-off, then hats off to God. Thank you, God. I am attractive. I'm rich. What else did I say? Highly favored. Girl, bye. (laughs) And let's talk about the jealousy. Oh, my God. I use jealousy as positive reinforcement to better myself. The energy that comes from people who are jealous. And and you can always tell they're jealous because they always refuse to celebrate your wins. They, They will act like. Like when I like when I was building this podcast and like I like there's no more countries. There's barely any more countries to hit to be excited about. But when I was posting like, oh, I hit Hong Kong or uh, I hit um, Saudi Arabia, I hit uh, Israel, like 
People didn't congratulate me, but they were watching. You know you're that bitch when um, you post a selfie and e everyone comes out the woodworks. The people who don't like your shit, they like your shit. You know you're that girl when a guy follows you and they only like your selfies. You know you're that girl if you're that girl. And if you're not that girl, then you're not that girl. Blase, blase. I'm always being chosen for things that I'm not qualified for, i.e. my last job. I was not qualified for that job. But there was a, a Zoom interview and the people that hired me, they saw how attractive I was and they fucking hired me. I got into finance with no finance degree. I was unqualified. Unqualified. But they let me in. Because I was cute. Back to the jealousy as positive reinforcement. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to touch on this. People who are jealous of you will try to get close to you in order to expose any flaws you have, just to make themselves feel better. But you got to be aware of that, and you kind of have to feel bad for them, and just be like, you know what, you do you. I'll be here with my privilege that you so desperately want to expose as being less than. But truth of the matter is, is just, I'm that girl. <laughs> Everyone is willing to help you. Like I said, going back to that guy who paid for my balance at the gas station when my card declined and back to men wanting to pay my bills, men wanting to help me out with moving large things around the house. Um, always being chosen for things you're not qualified for goes into that. And another thing that goes into that is that you're always given the benefit of the doubt. If you make mistakes and you are attractive, your pretty privilege kicks in. And it's almost like you made a huge mistake, but it's okay. It's okay. I just want to let you know so that you're that you're aware. My boss in my last job told me that all the time. I would make so many mistakes and they were ridiculous because it's like I learned this material I should know by now, and I've done it before, but why are you still making mistakes? I've had many, 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 many talks at my last job that I wasn't doing well. But because I was attractive, I was always given a pass. Always. When I should have been fucking fired. <laughs> and it's hard not to take advantage of people giving you the benefit of the doubt because you're attractive. It's because you know that if your lips were smaller or your eyes were a little too wide apart or if your face wasn't symmetrical, you'd probably be fired. See, the difference between winning and losing is looking hot. So if you're someone that doesn't consider themselves attractive and you have no outside validation of you being attractive... I encourage you to change everything about you. Fix your teeth. Get LASIK eye surgery. Chemically straighten your hair. Lose 50 pounds. Get your nails done. Get your eyelashes done. Get that tattoo covered up. Get that boob job. Get that ass job. Do it for yourself. Because I will tell you something is that pretty privilege is a gift from God. And if you weren't given that gift, then go get it yourself.
We live in a time where anything is possible when it comes to changing your appearance. You can change your life and be that girl. But it's going to come at a price. And you need to know how to handle it before it handles you. You remember in that movie Players Club where she goes, make that money. Don't let it make you. This, it's just the same principle. The same fucking principle. Bitch, who do you love? Bitch, who do you love? I got a shorter name, Texas in. She got a buddy name, Young JB. And now you know the deal. We turned up in the studio late night. That's why I saw him that you hear coming real tight. OVO crew, nigga, thought I told you. <laughs> People want to be seen with you. All the time. When you're that girl, people people are inviting you. Do you want to go to, like, like Elda wanted to be seen with me because I think she thought that I would rub off on her a little bit. You learn how to hypnotize people with your beauty to get them to act the way you want in your favor. Persuasion with the look. I look at people and I can persuade. I can bat my eyelashes. I can put my head down so my eyes look up. I can smile. I can stay silent. These are all nonverbal cues of persuasion. And it's only possible, in my opinion, if you are attractive. Objectively attractive. When you have pretty privilege, you are a novelty. And therefore, others use their connection with you as a form of clout. Because you're pretty and if someone knows you or is friends with you or knows something about you, like for example, I'm an artist. Like and that and I'm I'm an artist in my own right. I'm not an artist. I'm not a great artist because I'm pretty. I'm an artist in my own right. Like I could take off all my selfies and my art would stand on its own. Um but people like to say that they know the real me or they know me in person or we're really cool on Twitter together or she's she's one of my best friends because I am pretty and that and and people only say that because it'll gain them clout because other people think you're pretty who may not know you so people will be like oh that girl Candace yeah she's my homegirl yeah yeah she's she's really pretty huh do you like her art yeah and then it's like yeah I know her you know when you like like if I knew Drake I would name drop him all the time. Like, yeah, I know Drake. Yeah, yeah, that's how people, when you have pretty privilege, that's how people talk about you to other people who don't know you. People positively exaggerate your work. Um, my art never used to stand on its own. It used to, like, I feel like people praised my art five years ago when I first started. Not because it was really good and groundbreaking and just looked nice. It's because... I was behind it, my pretty face. So it's like insulting my art was like insulting my appearance. But once I stopped posting selfies and videos of me, I mean, and I started posting my art, like my art started getting more likes than my selfies. But it took a lot of hard work to gain that credibility and that skill. And that's the downside of pretty privilege is that you have to work 10 times as hard to prove your self-worth. Because everyone thinks your self-worth is tied up in your appearance. And that could be further from the fucking truth. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode about pretty privilege from yours truly. 
So good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever and wherever you're listening. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.